Before I get started with today's wake up call, I wanted to let you know our new AID logo created by Lincoln Design Co. is available in an enamel pen by our partners at pengamestrong.com. Mention wake up call, circle of trust, adventures in design, and you'll see a handsome discount on your next order. Head over to AIDpodcast.com where I have just a few pens remaining where for a limited time you can get the new AID network pen and a Circle of Trust pen. Only a few left in this deal for Circle of Trust members only, AIDpodcast.com. One of the reasons that I'm so excited about the theme for season two of Wake Up Call is it's really forcing me to deep dive, to go back into the archives of my life and to piece together all of these important moments that one way or the other led me to my future, to my existence, to the version of me that I wanted to be. Yesterday, I did a deep dive and looked at the archives of Thrasher Magazine, going back, trying to figure out what's the first issue that I really remember seeing, holding in my hands, and going through and memorizing every page. I landed on July of 1986. The first time I saw Thrasher Magazine, it literally felt like I was looking at a roadmap to living, to what life could be. The culture, the fashion, the graffiti, the skateboarding, the haircuts, the attitude, the music, a thing called California, all things that would become so important to me existed in this holy document. This was now my new Bible. It was a roadmap to how I wanted to live my life. An important detail in Thrasher, July 1986 is the very first ad whenever you open up a Thrasher magazine, that inside page, inside front cover, always full color, Santa Cruz owned that page. It was always a Santa Cruz ad. They ran an ad for a skater by the name of Jeff Kendall. Now, Jeff Kendall is legendary to me, even though he would never go on to be, you know, like a top 20 mentioned guy in the world of skateboarding. But he was a legend to me because he was from Indiana, which is where I lived at the time. And the idea that this guy coming from where I come from, which feels landlocked and culture locked from the rest of the world, this guy had somehow figured out how to go from being embedded in the center of what I considered a dead culture and made his way to the coast of California. He made his way to become a professional skateboarder. He was the first thing that you saw when you opened up Thrasher Magazine, July 1986. As I revisited this, I saw artwork from Pusshead. And I looked at the art and I realized I would draw these illustrations of his a hundred times, trying to figure out the craft of what it meant to be an illustrator that could draw in the style of skateboarding. Looking back, I saw an article about a band that's very important in this whole story that an episode will be coming about very soon. Dag nasty. But the thing that really took me back to this moment, and this is a moment that changed me forever and how it ties into today and why I'm so happy to be doing this is when I look back at Thrasher magazine, I can remember a young boy picking it up and looking at it. And the ads were just as important as the content. I got no more excited about an article about a band or a skateboarder than I did about the advertisement that was showing me the new deck, the new t-shirt, 
the new promise of who you could be and what you could become. See, the entire magazine was all about culture. Skateboarding, punk rock, incredibly ahead of the curve. And if you think about where we're at now, 30 years later, ads are content and content is advertising. The world is trying to find a way to make the two coexist. I'm a professional podcaster. It's very rare. I've been doing it for almost four years now as my daily job, and I'm still the only person I've met that does this for a living. It's not easy. It's very hard. It's difficult, but it's rewarding. And the thing that I've always tried to do is create content that has a culture to it, that has a vernacular to it, where each episode bleeds into the next, and that the characters of me, my story, my living, my experiences, all of my friends, it creates a world that you step into. All of the advertisers that I work with are people that bring value to me, the podcast, and what I can offer to my listeners. Discounts on making merchandise, discounts and paths on creating passive income. I've tried to create an atmosphere where the content and the advertisement is all in the same because it's all about the culture of creativity, personal freedom, and how fucking impossible it feels sometimes to make a living off of your dream, no matter how crazy or realistic or unrealistic it may seem. When I look at social media, I always try to find a way to tell a story, to share my culture, to share the idea of what we're doing instead of click, buy, sell. I've been pretty resistant and actually left a lot of money on the table for not trying to oversell to my audience, to over materialize or merchandise the podcast, the content, and all the friendships that I have. I could pick up my phone right now and call a hundred different creative people and all of them would be willing to donate their services to me. But I respect that relationship too much to just ask for a favor and throw something out there to make a quick buck. I'm always trying to find a way to overlap my story with my content and wherever I can monetize it in the middle. When I look at Thrasher Magazine, I see the roadmap to the perfect social media, perfect marketing, perfect content, everything that network TV is trying to figure out exists in a magazine from 1986. Make people care about the ads and you'll know that they'll damn sure care about the content. My wake-up call is to remember this, to celebrate this, that I've come as far as Jeff Kendall did, that I went from Indiana finding this first issue of Thrasher Magazine and finding my way to making something that resembles Thrasher Magazine where the story and the ads all bleed together. And I need to remember that this is the way to communicate to people. People don't like to be sold to. They like to be told a story. And if the story can sell your idea, then you've won by making them win. Today's episode was sponsored by our partner, 
Pierre-Luc St. Germain, thank you so much for supporting Wake Up Call. Friends, I'll be back here tomorrow, but until then, make sure you tell your story instead of telling people where to buy.